Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am super excited to have you guys here with us today because we have with us Miss Heather Doran. And you guys know Heather if you followed my podcast at all. She is a fan favorite, especially Ginger, who begged, please, please have her on again. So we thought it would be fun to do a an episode today for just our patrons to talk about what Heather has been up to and how she has made a huge life change. She said, F fear, and she just jumped for it. And so we're gonna catch up with her and find out how everything's been going since then and what she has going on right now. So welcome to the show, Heather. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Yes, thank you. I'm so excited to be back. Yes, it's always fun and a great conversation whenever you're on and I always get positive feedback. So thank you so much for hey. coming back on today. Yes, thank you for having me. So catch us up to speed because uh, if people don't necessarily, maybe they haven't followed your personal page, they may not know this, but you've made a huge life transition. So tell us a little bit about that because I'm very envious and also I would be very afraid in your shoes at the same time, but I want to hear all about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we, so I was on the podcast, um, I want to say the beginning time of 2020, I think it's the last time I was here. Um, and so that's kind of when the pandemic was kicking off. Um, that's like when a lot of us were put, you know, to do like remote work. And so that's where really where I dove, like, I guess, head first, feet first, I don't know whatever you call it into this remote setting and really wanting to break out of the box, like break out of the mold of what everybody else was doing. And so that's when I, I took a, a different job doing a lot of work for another company. And I basically ended up getting really burnt out. Um, I think the combination of the pandemic, but then also I was not saying no to things that I didn't want to be doing anymore. And so at the end of 2020, my husband and I took our trailer, we had bought a small travel trailer and we had been traveling a lot. And particularly that um, December at Christmas time, it was like those couple of days you get off on Christmas, we took our small travel trailer to the mountains. And uh, that was the first time that I had unplugged uh, and been completely like, no, I'm not working at all. I'm not taking calls, I'm not doing any work. Um, it's the first time that I had done that for over two years. And so um, I came back from that small trip. We had a really nice time just being away, like just the two of us, like just being in like silence. And what that did is it really, like, I think it sparked something in me to say, okay, I want more of this. I want like more downtime. I want more time just to be outside. And I did this dream vision. Uh, I did a typical vision board, but I really did a process of leaning into like, what the hell do I want? What do I want my year to look like? And so that's like when um, I started doing a lot of, I started cutting a lot of stuff out that I didn't want anymore. I started, I was like, I've got to minim minimize 
I needed to minimize my bills. I needed to minimize the, the stuff that was in my house. I needed to minimize the amount of clients I had. Like I needed to get rid of like everything that was not serving me or at least figure out how that was going to happen. And, um, in, uh, March of 2021, I started to let a lot of stuff go. I started to let a lot of, um, clients go. Um, I, I, I ended up firing a client. <laughs> um, it was one of the hardest and best things that I've ever done. So like being an entrepreneur, um, you know, always brings up all these challenges, but like telling clients and telling people that like you, it's just not a good fit. Uh, there's just, it's another layer of work. And what that did is there was like a layer of inner work. Like I had things come up around my dad, like feelings that I had about like abandonment, like using my voice, like it was things that linked like all the way back to like childhood. It was crazy. Um, and so I did, you know, we parted ways and I went to a conference in May, which I talk about on my podcast. Um, it's called worthy human live. And I had a major breakthrough that weekend where I did some vision work again, where I connected in with my 85 year old um, self. And she told me that it was time to sell the house and go on the road. And that's what we did. And so later that year, well, I guess this year, um, a couple months later, we um, put the steps in place to sell our house. It happened very, very quickly within two weeks of selling the house or two weeks of putting the house on the market is sold. And within about 45 days of like hitting the button, we had um, gotten rid of all of our stuff. Well, at least like 99% of our stuff, we moved it into a different travel trailer and um, we hit the road. And so we have been on the road since about the beginning of October is when we were able to like, you know, sign papers and all of that happened. Oh, you're, I think you're, mu oh, you're muted. That's a lot going on. Yeah. It sounds like, um, just all of the, you, not only did you purge the physical stuff, but the emotional stuff as well, which is really interesting. And, um, I think that that is a lot of times the hardest thing for us to do is to purge the stuff that's no longer working for us, but a very brave thing to do, because I think a lot of people are afraid to let go of what doesn't serve them anymore. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely was a process for me to, um, ask these really hard questions on, you know, what is not working in my life? Um, and you know, there was a lot of things, you know, my, I, I was, I was doing work for clients that were not aligned. Um, people that I felt were very mean, they were very draining there was like, it was just exhausting. It was, it was so exhausting. And, you know, I, I've been, I've continued to do this work of becoming her basically stepping into my future version of myself for the last probably year and a half, two years now. And that's been like a constant everyday thing that I do. And I work my beliefs, you know, I'm constantly you know, checking my thoughts on, you know, where are my thoughts right now? Like, are my thoughts there on truth? Are they on like things that don't support my vision? 
things that aren't helpful um, and really leaning into, you know, why, like, why am I feeling this way? Like, why are these feelings, you know, coming up? Like, why am I feeling so upset or why am I feeling fear or whatever it is? And so really just being very diligent about, you know, working my beliefs and holding true to what my version is of happiness and what my version is of the truth about what I want for my life. And it was interesting because when we had like, we had moved and then, you know, we started, we stayed at our first site and it hit me. I was like, we don't have a house to go back to. Like, what did we just do? (laughs) And all those like fun, um, fear flavors started to come in of like, well, what if you can't find another place to stay? What if the truck breaks down? What if, you know, we get hit by weather? What if, I mean, just all the things of like that. Right. And so I do a process, what's called like a side-by-side of like, okay, what is my thoughts telling me? And then what are like, what's my cheerleader say, you know, what is that like highest version of myself that that person that's standing next to me, that's like cheering me on and like reminding me, like none of that stuff is true. And so I worked those beliefs, you know, pretty consistently in the beginning when we were on the road and I still have to work those beliefs. And so right now the process that I'm going through is really leaning into like, what's the next piece of the vision, you know, like how do we, you know, step in and make this a thing for other people and not just for other people necessarily to go travel. Like that's not the point. The point of what I'm doing is that I'm stepping into what's my version of happiness. And this is where I find it was the hardest for me also to lean into what do I want? What do I want? What is the vision? Because we, especially as women are so conditioned to being force fed everybody else's idea of life and what everybody else's idea of what our life should be. Mm -hmm. And especially, you know, you figure like we're raised from very little because our grandparents, our parents, you know, they, as women, most of us, our best thing was like, well, who are we going to marry? Like, how can we be taken care of as women? And we've carried that through the generations. And this is where I've done a lot of like inner work around, like, I don't want to just be like taking care of, like, I want to partner and all of that stuff. And that's all the work, you know, you do when you're trying to find somebody and all of that. And then, you know, being on the road for us, like, I look at this and say, like, this is my version of, of normal. So like, they always say, you know, oh, you get a house and you have kids and you have a car and you have a blah, 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 like all the things, and then you'll be happy. Right. And it's like, no, because that's, that's somebody else's version of happy. Like that's somebody else's version of normal. And so that's really the work that I'm doing now is to really help other people, especially women lean into what is your version of happy? What is your version of a successful life? Like what is your version? And for a lot of people, that's not what's considered traditional. It's going against their family norms. It's going against their cultural norms. It's going against a lot of things that they've been taught that they should want or should have. Yeah, um, I think that there are a lot of women out there who 
maybe feel like failures because they don't have the home and the husband and the three point whatever kids and maybe don't even realize like that's not really what I truly even want. I just think I have to have that because that's what society says is normal and is what I should have at this point. So I love that you're yeah. doing like that deep diving work with women because I think it's important. One of my one of the ladies that I actually worked with, she actually was was my mindset coach coach last year, which um no, she was my money mindset coach, which um, you know, you think you talk about money and you do money stuff, but we ended up almost not talking about money because it's not about money. But the point is, is that she, uh, she actually has twins. She has two twin girls and she was, she had official insemination or however you say that. And she's like living on a farm out in, you know, I think Wisconsin or whatever, like she moved her twin girls out into, um, like to a farm and she does not have a husband she didn't even use a husband or like a, a boyfriend or whatever to even have her children so I mean it's just like if you're looking for evidence that um what you want exists I promise you it does that other people other women are doing what you what you want to do and what you think is like you're by yourself and you're on you're on an island and nobody else is possibly doing that they're living like that I promise you that they are and like you can find other women and other people to connect with whatever it is what do you think is the biggest thing that holds people keeps them from living their dream life and going after what they want I mean what what do you find keeps women stuck that's a great question so what I what I what I see is that um is that we don't give ourselves permission to ask for what we want. And so what we do is we find ourselves in this spiral of, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And so it's just sabotaging. It's like, it's not true. You actually do know. And here's the thing, when you get quiet and you start to tune that intuition muscle of listening to, you know, your intuition, listening to your inner self, your higher self, whatever you call it, God, whatever it is you call it, when you start to quiet those voices and start to tune in to that inner self, she starts to come out and she starts to talk to you and she starts to tell you what she really wants inside, like that deep down inside. And so what I find is that many people, especially women, have a really hard time allowing that to come out and allowing, uh, giving themselves permission to say like, oh, it's actually okay for me to want this other thing that's not tradition or not follows my cultural norms or whatever. As you were saying that, like I was getting the chills. <laughs> and they say that that happens when your soul hears the truth. And I think you're spot on. I think that I always would have told people that fear would have been the thing that's keeping people stuck. But I think what really does keep us stuck is what you're talking about, not speaking our truth and not asking for what we need. I, I don't know why that's such a difficult Well, and I think thing. that fear is like, fear's under there, right? Yeah, so sure. this is one thing that I'm learning about fear too, is that I'm reminding myself even is that when we're afraid, it's just, it's just because we somewhere don't feel safe. Mm -hmm. So when we're feeling afraid and we're really not wanting to do something, it's because somewhere inside of us, we're just not feeling safe. 
So if you're like, you know, you're afraid of the dark, it's because you don't feel safe in the dark, right? And so if you're feeling afraid to tap into your intuition, it's because you don't feel safe to do that because there's some type of like, a lot of times it's past programming. It's all of the things that are buried in our subconscious because our mind doesn't know that it's safe. Our, our brain, our subconscious mind has not been given evidence that that's actually safe and that's okay for us to do. And so, you know, the work that I'm really helping people do is to help them feel safe, tapping into their intuition, helping them feel safe that it's like, it's okay. And it's necessary to, to connect with this part of yourself that really is leading you towards the vision uh, really does hold this higher, um, this higher calling for yourself, because we all, this is a thing too. And you probably hear all the time. It's like, well, you know, you have a higher purpose, but where does that like knowing you have a higher purpose come from? It comes from inside you. And so how do you connect with that higher purpose that you have for yourself? It's by doing this work to connect in, to help you feel safe and giving your brain, your subconscious mind, the evidence that it's safe. And it's so safe that it's like, it's done. It's like, we always say it's done. It's so safe that it's already done. Like, like the path has already been laid before you because I always talk about the fact too. It's like, if you wanted to be, if you were meant to become an astronaut, you would have it in your heart to become an astronaut. But if you were meant to help people on a spiritual journey, then you were, it was put in your heart for that. Like if you were meant to be a teacher, it was put in your heart to be a teacher. Like there's a reason why it's in your heart. And so how do you, like, people are like, why, how do I find my purpose? Well, you find your purpose, like you, you know, your purpose. So you just have to, to bridge that gap between that, that bridge in between yourself and like knowing like it's there, it's like, you know, but how do you talk to it? And that's where like the intuition and all of that work comes in. Yeah. I just had a podcast guest on yesterday who talked about that. That's what he does with clients too, is he doesn't tell them what their purpose. He said, I can get it. Like I, the universe gives me what their purpose is, but he said, I don't do that. He used to do it that way before. And he said, then people would say, no, that you're lying. You're just making it up. Um, and they would say, I don't know how I'm supposed to do that. So he helps them tap into their intuition so that they can tap into the part where they actually get it. Like, oh, I understand what my purpose is now. And if this is not an easy thing because we've been so trained and conditioned for so long to think that what our purpose is, is to live some sort of traditional life that we have to serve our purpose in this way or that way, or it has to look like this. And it doesn't, everyone, I mean, really, truly your purpose comes from when you serve too, like when you're serving others, that's when you really kind of connect to that. But it looks different for everyone. And I think that that's where a lot of people get stuck too, is they think, well, no, your life purpose has to be something really deep and meaningful. And, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be that you're going to set out to change the world by you know, being this big, huge superstar. I mean, some people that is their purpose, but for a lot of people, you're just, what you do every single day is changing the collective. And yeah, I think it just has to feel meaningful to you. Yeah, I think that's exactly. What, yeah. I mean, you, if what you're doing every single day feels like, 
a drain and like it's a struggle there's probably a disconnect somewhere with what you're doing and what you're supposed to be doing in your life at least because i've lived both versions <laughs> yeah and i was just yeah. listening to abraham hicks today and she was talking about um like basically what you're focusing on and the lady was you know talking about her job that sucks and whatever and she was she was and I know we've talked about it here too is that you know she was reminding the lady like but if you're focusing on like that sucky job you're gonna keep getting the sucky job like it's gonna keep showing up in your reality but what she was telling her is to um and, and Abraham Hicks talks about this all the time it's like we're focusing on the downstream Well, basically like, where do we want to go? Like, where are the, the feelings, the thoughts, like, where does that, like, where does that make you feel good? So, you know, if your job, whatever you're doing in your job, doesn't make you feel good. Well, then you've got to figure out, okay, well, what are the things that I want to think about, or that I like to think about that are like getting me that are making me feel really good. And so that's like, when you're focusing in, on these things that make you feel really good and you give yourself the permission to do that again like if it makes you feel really good to think about quitting your job and you know serving people overseas in like third world countries and you start to think about that and that makes you that gives you those feelings that's what's going to lead you to like manifesting the stream life not by continuing to focus on a job that you hate and a life that you doesn't fulfill you and so this is really the mission and this is really the work is that we have to, it's not that we're ignoring things, it's that we are spending more time during our day thinking and feeling the way that we want to feel. And when we started doing this, I started doing this work a couple of years ago, I'm going to be teaching it um, now, I'm getting a certification in it. But one of the things that we do is we create what we call guiding life feelings and we go through this process to to decide how do i want to feel how do i want to feel 99% of like where how do i want to feel and this i feel like this is the one of almost the hardest is that it's like we say we don't know how we want to feel and so like for me it was you know even right now it's that i want to feel i want to feel joy i want to feel ease and i want to feel freedom mm -hmm. and so if what i'm doing and thinking at each moment is not making me feel one of those three feelings, then there's a disconnect. There's something off. Like if I'm, if, if I'm getting ready to do a launch in my business, or I'm getting ready to get on a phone call with a new client or whatever, and that's not feeling ease, that's not feeling joy. And that's not feeling freedom. There's something going on. And so this is the point that I'm always going back to when I get, like, I start to feel fear. I start to feel anxiety. I start to feel these things. Well, am I feeling joy? Am I feeling ease? Am I feeling freedom? If I'm not feeling that, then there's something going on. And that's when I start to ask these more questions about what am I believing? What am I thinking? All of these things. And this is the process that I've literally gone through on a daily basis for the last year and a half that's led me here to where we're at today. And I'm so confident that this is just the beginning. Like this is just the start. And it's not just about me selling my house. This is about me like spreading the mission and the and the vision for other women to say it's possible for you too like you can do this too maybe it doesn't look like you traveling the country 
that's not necessarily, that's not what I want for everybody. What I want for women and for other people is to be able to open up their mind, open up their vision and say, yes, this is possible for me. I want to live uh, out in the middle of an island somewhere that nobody else is at. And that's what my heart is calling me to do. Then I want you to build that vision and I want you to move towards that. And so this is about really opening up for everybody to see like, this is possible for everyone. And so if you have, if there are women out there who are listening and going, yeah, I want all that. Yeah, that's exactly like, I know what I want, but I don't know how to start in order to get there. What would you tell those women out there? So the first thing that I would say is like, you have to figure out how you want to, you, you got to sit down and figure out how you want to feel. Like, how do I want to feel? Like, cause I know you've talked about on your podcast with like the emotional scale and like, that's your, that's your point of attraction is like, how do I want to feel? And so, you know, at the end of the day, like no matter what all the techniques are, it's how do you want to feel? And so really start to pick away at what are the things that I can do and I can start to create that make me feel that way every single day, you know, and I, and I can hear it now. People are like, oh, well, that's great for you, but I can't do that because I know I say that a lot. I know I'm just like, well, sure. You have a million dollar business. Uh, you know, that's great for you. Right. But here's the thing. It's that what is going to, and this is the one thing that I find is like one of the most important things is like, when you wake up in the morning, what are you doing? Like, what are the things that you're doing that are not in alignment with how you want to feel in this future version of yourself? And if there's a bunch of stuff in there that is leading to how you don't want to feel, then you've got to start picking away at that. Like what's happening in your morning and what are you doing to start your day that is starting out this cycle of, I'm just not feeling the way I want to feel, you know? So like, for example, one of the things that I had started doing is like, well, I really enjoy, and I started going like, okay, well, what do I like to do in the morning? Well, I really enjoy um, sitting out on the, the patio with my coffee and my dogs running around the yard and just sitting there and like hanging out. That does not include me rushing around for work. That doesn't include me checking email. That doesn't include me checking my phone, ladies. That doesn't include me like doing a bunch of crap that's, that's just gonna send me on a spiral um, in a different direction, right? And so I started to get really clear on how I wanted to spend my mornings. And so I started to like be very intentional. Okay, so I want to do these things. And so then I started making the time each morning to make coffee, to go sit outside. And even if it was for five minutes, but again, what are the things that were getting in my way? Well, I was spending too much friggin' time on my phone. I was spending, I was going into email when I shouldn't be going into email. And like when I was getting out of bed, I was checking the news I was doing. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are the types of things that you want to start picking away at and go, okay. So like these things that I'm doing, is this aligned with what, how I want to feel? Is this aligned with that vision? Well, then, you know, the next thing I know I'm working from home and then, okay, well, what's the next thing that's getting in my way? Well, the next thing that was getting in my way was that I was doing a lot of work that I didn't really want to be doing. I was, I was, 
feeling a lot of pressure from a lot of clients that didn't make me happy. And so I had, there was a process that I went through, like, it was really tough, but I, I dealt with that inner stuff to say, why am I staying here? Why am I keeping these clients that are not lighting me up? And so I, I got a lot of support on like, how can I let that go? A lot of this too has to do with like a lot of us are in jobs we don't like. Okay. So here's the thing. There's a lot of freaking jobs out there. And so I know a lot of people are like, oh, but I can never, I can't quit my job because of blah, 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 blah. Well, I want to challenge that thinking because number one, you can get a different job. Like there are jobs that are in alignment with how you want to live and doing the things that you want to do. There is a job that does fulfill that. And if you, there isn't a job, then you can move towards doing a, a job of your own where you are your own boss. You are creating the opportunity. You are creating the help. You are going out and getting the clients. I want to challenge your thinking to say, oh, but I can't quit my job because of all these things. It's probably not true. It's probably, it might be a process for you to transition to a different job or a different whatever. But it is possible for you to transition from a situation that you are not happy in, in your work or your career over to a situation that makes you more happy. Example, you know, my job that I, that I've been in as an accountant, it wasn't lighting me up. And so what did I do? I went out and found a job that did light me up, that I could work remote, that blah, 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 blah. Again, so it's all these different scenarios. People that are nurses, for example, there's traveling nurses, there's, there's people, the matter of fact, the lady that watches my dog, she's a nurse and she sits at home and she does, I have no idea what she does, but she works from home and she does phone calls and whatever, being a nurse from home. So my point is, is that wherever you're at right now and you're saying, oh, but that's great for you. I can't do that for myself. You've got to start to pick away these pieces that is making you not feel happy and not feel these guiding life feelings and start to pick away those pieces and say, okay, how can I start to design a life that does light me up and does make me happy? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I love that. And I think it's so important because we tend to make up all kinds of excuses as to why we can't do this. We can't do that, but there's always a way there's always a way if we are creative about finding a solution. And I think when you're in alignment with what your path is, those solutions come to you even really without you having to do much of the work. Yeah. I mean, I just think about like even your situation where, you know, you were driving a really long way and you're like, I don't like driving, you know, and then you got a job close to home and it's like perfect example, you know, <laughs> but it's then it's like, there's a lot of people that are not happy with being a teacher in the classroom. You know what? There's lots of people in the world who are teaching from home. There's people that are hiring teachers to do consulting work. Like, it's like, tell me a situation where, you know, oh, I can't, and I, I will probably find a, a, a thing that's like, oh yeah, but what about this? Have you thought about this? The problem is, is that we are so focused in on what we can't do that that's all we see. And so when we start to open up our vision and we start to open up the pathways of, well, how can this be possible? How can I make this thing possible? Yeah. That's when things start to like, oh, but what about, and then people will come, they're like, oh, did you know that so-and-so blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh my God, I never thought about that. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's a lot of different creative ways. And that doesn't just include a career. I mean, it can be anything in your life, really. We just have to sit down and figure out, you know, what lights you up and what would make you happy. And, you know, and I think it's the same with everything when you're talking about relationships, like, well, how do I want this relationship to look? Okay, well, I think you have to know that first before you can then, you know, be in a relationship. I think so many people like all they'll say is I want a relationship and they go out there and they don't even know what they want. And then you just end up attracting all kinds of things and you have to get, I think, clear on, okay, do I want someone who's clingy and needs to be around me 24 seven? Or do I want somebody who, you know, has their own life too and allows me to have my life or like, what do I want it to look like? What do I need in a person? And again, there it comes back to what do I need? And, and speaking up and, and asking for what we need. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and here's the other thing too, is, you know, one of the paths to kind of clearing away this is, you know, our, our worthiness path and really knowing that you are worthy, like you are worthy right now, as you are, as you sit here, as you listen to this podcast, as you watch us, like you are worthy and you are whole as you sit here today. And when you can come to the place of knowing that I'm already whole and all the rest of it just fills in the gaps, that's when you can start to connect in with these deeper parts of yourself. But the problem is, is that a lot of people, again, especially women, is that we are just, we've been told, like we are freaking born to be, to, to being told we're not good enough. We have, you know, commercials coming at us about we're not skinny enough. We've got, you know, all these face creams saying like, we got to like get away the wrinkles. We need makeup to cover things up. Um, We've got all these clothes. Like we just need all this stuff to make us look better and feel better. We've got this shit coming at us from every direction. And so when we can start to pick away the layers and say, no, actually, I'm already a whole person. I'm already wonderful. I mean, I was put here. I came here for a purpose and I'm already whole as I am. And so when we can really grasp that concept and know that we are whole right now, then we can start to heal some of these other wounds about like, well, why do I actually think I'm ugly? Why do I actually feel I'm fat? Why do I actually feel like I need wrinkle cream? Like why, you know, like all these things, like to start to pull away at these beliefs that other people have put on us. Yeah. And so we were talking before and you were telling me that you are actually going to provide a free workshop for people about, um, is it tapping into like what their dream life is or what they, they really want for their life? So tell us more about that, because I think that you know, everything that we've been talking about here today is leading up to that. And that's why I really wanted you to come here today and talk about you making the big leap and selling your home and and traveling, because I think it speaks to uh, what we're all lacking, which is following our dreams and letting go of the fear and giving ourselves permission to speak up and ask for what we need. So tell us more about your workshop that you have coming up. Yes. Yeah, so it's called um, build your dream vision. Uh, and I put board at the end of it because you're basically at the end of all this, you're creating a vision board 
Um, but more than that, you're, we, I, I walk you through the steps to how to really connect in with that part of yourself so that you can start to vision, start to do this vision work, to start to tap in to what the dream is for yourself. And so then I walk you through the steps and the process that I use. And, and obviously like you can tweak this however you want, but I do have a workbook that goes with it. I have some worksheets. Um, we will be doing um, a visualization um, and you can actually do this, you know, a couple of times to say like, okay, well, what is it? Um, and then I show you like the tactical steps. Cause we have like the steps inside of us. Right. But then it's like, we got to do action. So we have the feminine and then we have the masculine doing it's so beautiful. Like we always want to be like, I don't need this part. Yes. You need both. You need the feminine and you need the masculine. You need the masculine doing part. And so I actually lead you through the actual doing um, part of this, which is, you know, how to actually create this vision and then how to have like a visual representation and then what to do, you know, every day, like what are some rituals you can do to like hold the vision, to work towards that, um, I do have an opportunity for you to continue to work with me as you dream, as you build out your dream vision. Um, but basically it's just to get you started with this year of tapping into what is the dream that you have for your life and how can you start to, um, do things to put that in place. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say, I love that. And I know Ginger's going to laugh because she's like, you say that all the time, but I do. I love that. Yeah you're guiding people in how to do that because I think that ultimately no one came here to be broke, sick, sad, unhappy. And if you're living a life where you're not living to your fullest maximum potential of joy and ease, like all of the words that you mentioned, I also want to live in my life, freedom, joy, ease, all of those things. I think everybody does really essentially. And if you're not living that, it's time to start doing something about it. So I think that your workshop is gonna be really, really amazing for a lot of people. In fact, I'm probably gonna sign up myself because I love that. I just wanna see how this process works. Um, so can you give us a link to the workshop yeah, where so people go to enroll? Yeah, so there's a link, um, I'll, you know, we'll link it down below, but basically like I, if you go to my Instagram page, um, it's the Heather Doran with the spaces in the middle. Um, I have a link in my bio that has a link there and then I'll obviously give you the link there. So um, it's all set for everybody. I love that. And we will have the link in there. If it, it might take me a day or so to get the link put up, depending on when Heather gets it to me, but it will be there, I promise. And um, you can also- Yeah, and you can also follow me on Instagram as well. Um, and I have all of the, the links there in the Instagram as well. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So um, I always, you know, like to ask for my guests to leave our listeners with one little piece of wisdom they can take with them for the day. So what words of wisdom would you like to give our audience members today? Um, gosh, I feel like I've covered a lot. Um, you know, here's the thing. I, I, I guess I always end it this way and I'll just, I won't change ending it this way now is I've really been on this path to, um, you know, the saying of what would she do, but, you know, really leaning into this higher vision for yourself. And 
I just really encourage you to tap into that, you know, that inner you, that inner future you, that the one that says yes, the one that loves you, the one that is your highest cheerleader, like that's like to tap into her. And so when you're feeling fear, when you're feeling whatever you're feeling, you know, that's not helpful is to tap into her space of this future version person that has already done it. They've already lived it. They're already living the vision. They've already seen it come out is to tap into her because she's the one that is helping you get there. Yes, absolutely. And if you have trouble trying to tap into what would she do, what would Heather and Melissa tell you to do? She would tell you to do what makes you happy and you don't have to have permission to do it. You do not need permission from anyone to live your bliss. So get out there and do it. Just do it already. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Heather, for being here. I always love our conversations and it doesn't matter how many times you come on and they're always different and unique and always full of information. So thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you. And thank you guys also for being here with us. Thank you for being a patron. As always, if you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. You can go to Instagram to follow Heather and we will have the link for her free workshop. I encourage you to go check it out because I'm probably going to go check it out too. So you may see me there with you. And I hope that you guys have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening, sending you so much love and light. And I will talk to you soon. Bye guys.